KPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labreen at 6 p.m. Fridays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Fest with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. and Lodabar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio's open mic open to all pastors preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Michelle's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. 
You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Nation, I welcome everybody back. 
Oh, my gosh. Yesterday was such a beautiful day. It was Friday and had a lot to think about. And um, I certainly did miss you guys. Last Saturday, I was on the road. I went to my first rally ever. Um, I am a human rights advocate and have um, many friends that feel the same way. And it's interesting because I, I don't find that um, that these folks are fake. Um, I don't find an ounce of um, insecurity in their soul. They are committed uh, to what they do and advocate for. So I was out in Huntsville, Texas. Uh, it was a national rally day for those that are incarcerated. And some people may say, well, why would you care about people incarcerated? Well, because God says, you know, I mean, the Bible says that we, we need to um, – you know, think about them as if we're suffering with them, and and, and that's all there is to that. I'm not um, here to argue. I've got too many people on Facebook that that um, that are interestingly enough very, you know, Christian-like, and I'll say Christian-like, um, and chastise me for for standing up for the rights of of elderly that are in uh, TDCJ. Um, as you guys know, I live in Texas. Uh, I live in San Antonio, Texas, but I've been on tour all over, uh, you know, I've lived out um, in different areas, Georgia, uh, middle of nowhere. Um, I loved camping and all the other stuff. And then I've uh, decided to camp out after COVID hit. Um, by the grace of God, um, you know, I was able to move forward without having to work. Yes, work. So I have not been employed. And for some reason, God seems to provide uh, so I don't worry about those things. And so speaking about worrying, uh, those are the major things that we worry about lately, right? We worry, we worry about, you know, how are we going to pay our bills? Uh, you know, are we going to be safe? Are our children going to be safe? Are our parents going to be safe? And et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and that's normal. Why? Uh, and I'll tell you, and I say normal because I am a licensed clinician, a licensed mental health clinician, and I would like to tell you right now that it is normal to have a sense of, you know, regard for what is happening out um, in our world right now. And, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and social unrest and, you know, economic, uh, an economic crisis. And, you know, we, we certainly uh, have reason to be a bit um, on edge, but, you know, I'll say it now, uh, hopefully, if nothing else, remember this, anxiety is a fear-based disorder. It is about the things that we believe are going to happen, the what-ifs in life, you know, and sadly, or well, sadly for anxiety, because I always think anxiety is some sort of like uh, ectoplasm thing that wants to come get me and, and, and bring me down, and that's so horrible to say, but I just have to look at it externally and realize it doesn't have power over me. And, and, and actually, the Bible says it several times, you know, that we fear not, right? You know, to fear not, to fear not. And so I just want to underscore to you guys that anxiety is a fear-based disorder, um, and it is a clinical disorder. It's okay for us to be stressed. It's okay to be a little overwhelmed, and it's okay for us to be um, perhaps, you know, having ideas that are ruminating, you know, in our head about uh, – you know, what can be, what not, but anxiety is a fear-based disorder. And luckily, things that we believe are going to have, are going to happen, they, they don't happen. The worst case scenario, it, it's, we live in that future and we don't embrace the now. And so I just 
want to, again, underscore, do not let anxiety paralyze you because that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to paralyze you in your tracks. It is meant to bring you down and it is meant to weigh you down forever. And so I will not negate that uh, because there are chemical issues that if we are under the state of panic or or fear for a long, long time, our brain kind of starts creating some interesting little chemicals to keep us alive. And, you know, um, I will be that person to tell you, hey, if you need to go see a therapist, uh, do so. And a therapist can lead you to the right psychiatrist or a doctor that can prescribe you something to help you and you can work through that particular type of disorder. And then you can uh, be like me. You can talk about how you ever overcame it. And, you know, it's, it's good to, to, to talk and witness uh, in Christ that, that that which you believed paralyzed you and, and had you fenced in fear um, can no longer have you. So uh, remember that. So I was thinking of you guys, and I thought about how I've been talking about a lot of other things, and I have not yet really reached out to women specifically. And the reason I want to do so today is simply because the people that I met in Huntsville, there were men and women. There were a lot more women than there were men. And I see a lot more women in protests and and rallies and and assemblies or whatever you want to call it. The thing is, they are standing up for what is right. They're standing up for, you know, their, what, you know, what is unjust and, and rightfully so. So for those women out there, I, I was, you know, I, I was looking from left to right out in Huntsville and, and saw these women and it was, it was hot that day and humid and they brought their posters. And anyway, they were committed to the process. I mean, they spent time putting poster boards together. And the thing is, I did a poster board and I, it took forever to do one. And there are people that, that did it with their kiddos. And so it was a family affair and um, I took several pictures. They're on my Facebook at Sandra Grace M T Z, uh, as in you know Martinez. So I just shortened it to M, um, as in Mary, T as in Tom, Z as in Zulu. So Sandra Grace M T Z, and you can find me there. Um, and and you can also find all those beautiful posters that people put together. So I'm um, thinking, my sisters in Christ rock. I mean, they really are. I mean, they are. Uh, they had um, their faith. And I think uh, that we're friends forever. I, I, I just can't, I cannot shout it loud enough because I was just so happy when I got in my car and left Huntsville. Um, the friends that I make when I go to rallies and or when I'm putting a rally together, these are women that are friends for life. They're not fair feather friends, fair weather friends. They're not even fair feather friends I mean we're you know I, seriously I, I, I don't want to be a, a comic about it the thing is um, these folks are are going to be there for me they're like my forever friends and I know it I, I know it because they're sincere and they are nonstop talking to me on the phone and emailing me and we look after each other especially with Hurricane Laura and um, I, I just think and I wrote, I read a really, really, really good book. Um, it's called Making Trouble, and uh, it's it's a great book if you're an advocate. Uh, I will say this: um, I, I, it resonated with me simply because it said what I just said. 
the people that you advocate with, the people that you rally with, the people you cry with, the people that you get angry with, that are there together to serve and to try to, to bring people together for a greater cause, those are people that you will always have in your life. It, it, and it's proven so far to be the truth. And this particular book I was reading actually solidifies it, galvanized that fact. And so I just want to shout out to all my sisters out there that put their feet on the ground. And even if you don't go to the rallies, if you're just you know, advocating out there, I am telling you right now, you guys are doing a lot better than you think you are. Because I know that there are times where, like, are we doing enough? So let me get into the, the meat and potatoes of today. And, and this is going to start off with something that, that, that is particular to women. And this is something I will read. Hopefully, if you miss it, you know, just all you got to do is log back in and re-hear this or, uh, you know, share it if you believe someone needs this. So today's podcast title is Lies Women Believe. Lies Women Believe. So I'll start off with a quick prayer. Jesus Christ, I love you, I embrace you, and I know you embrace me. Please, may the right person hear this. May everyone that is listening to my voice know that God is real, God loves you, and that he knows what he's doing. In Jesus Christ's most precious and holy name, I pray this. Amen. Okay. Lies women believe. Most of us have areas of bondage in our lives because we have listened to, believed in, and acted on life. Move toward freedom in practical issues of life, please. Move towards freedom, ladies, in the practical issues of life. So these are the lies that we believe. And I will start with no particular order. I will start with simply something that resonates with me, and I've made a list. So God is not really good and doesn't love me. That's one lie. God is just like my father. God is not really enough. God's ways are too restrictive. God should fix my problem. I'm not worthy of anything. I'm not worth anything. I can't help the way I am. I should not have to live with unfulfilled longings. I can sin and get away with it. My sin isn't really that bad. I am not fully responsible for my actions and reactions. I cannot walk in consistent victory over sin. I can make it without consistent time in the word and prayer. I have to have a husband to be happy. If I feel something, it must be true. I can't control my emotions. 
if my circumstances were different, I would be different. I shouldn't have to suffer. My circumstances will never change. This will go on forever. I just can't take it anymore. Or it's all about me. So that so viewers and, and, and listeners, the truth that sets us free. Now here are and this, this is just a short list. I'm sure that you guys have heard more, but these are the ones that I underscored because they spoke to me. So I've got to look at the whole picture. So if at one time or another I believed those lies, then I know that God has something to say. The Bible has something to say. It has the, the vaccine, if you will, for a, this, this illness that we allow in our spirit. And the truth does set us free. So that which sets us free is as follows. God is good, loves me, and wants his best for me. And that's in Psalms and Romans. I am complete and accepted in Christ. Ephesians 1, 4 through 6. God is enough. That's in Psalm 23, 1. God can be trusted and doesn't make any mistakes. Isaiah 46, 10. God's grace is sufficient for me. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. The blood and the cross of Christ is sufficient to cover and conquer my sins. Romans 6, 6 through 7. My past does not have to plague me. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, 3, 11. And I'll stop there. There's more. And I want to talk about that particular passage because we're talking about here in the Bible about the past. My past does not have to plague me. Calls it a plague, right? It's, it's stated as a plague. When you, just as anxiety is a fear-based disorder and it's a disorder that we are focused um, primarily in the future and uncertainty and, and we just, it robs us and paralyzes in the here now, of the here and now. Conversely, depression is that of which we have left behind. That's behind us. It's in the past. And causes of these circumstances, these life circumstances that we cannot, we just can't seem to forget or forgive or, or process. Uh, thing is, it is in the past. And so in my 
particular expertise, people that are stuck in the past, struggle with depression. That's really what it is. It is something that has happened in the past, and it is bringing its little tentacles or, you know, trying to engulf you and keep you there. Again, somewhat paralyzed, kind of like anxiety. Either one is good to have in life. But God says very clearly, his word is, my past does not have to plague me. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Also, God's word is sufficient to lead me, teach me, and heal me. That's in Psalms. Through the power of his Holy Spirit, God will enable me to do anything that he commands me to. First Thessalonians and it's 524 Philippians 2.13. So Thessalonians 524 Philippians 2.13. So there's no one I cannot love and forgive. That's in Matthew. I can give thanks to all things in Thessalonians and I can be content in every circumstance in Hebrews. Also, I am responsible before God for my behavior, responses, and choices. Let me say that again. I am responsible before God for my behavior, responses, and choices. This is Ezekiel 18:19-22. I will reap whatever I sow. That's in Galatians. The pathway to true joy is so is to pardon me, the pathway to true joy is to relinquish control. Let's say that again. The pathway to true joy is to relinquish control. That's in Luke one thirty eight, first Peter five seven. The greatest freedom I can experience is found through submission to God-ordained authority. Ephesians 5, 21. In the will of God, there is no higher, holier calling than, than to be a, a, a wife and mother. True. Some people, um, this is in Titus. In the will of God. So it's got to be willed by him. And it's not. It's not that you're not a woman that he chose. It's not a, a persecution. It's nothing like that. If he wills something, it'll happen. Um, it, and I'll go back to that. So God is more concerned about changing me and glorifying me. God is more concerned about changing me and glorifying himself than about solving my problems. So I I love that one. God is more concerned about changing me and glorifying him than about solving my problems. That's in Romans. It is possible to be godly without suffering. 1 Peter 5, 10. My suffering will not last forever. 2 Corinthians. And one of my last ones is, it's not about me. It's all about him. It's not about me. 
It's all about him. Revelation 4, 11. And nothing here that I've said I disagree with. I think the Bible gives us a, a true true answers to even, it's timeless, to every problems. It doesn't matter if they happened 100 years ago, 300 years ago. thing is, they're timeless morsels of, of love and genuine not advice, not suggestions, but the word of God. So that that truth does and has set me free. So some of the things that I've come across, um, and it is a little bit frustrating uh, that you know I have I've I've had my challenges with, um, and I've learned a lot. And I've learned. To do these, if I want to be a successful woman, and if I want to be especially a successful Christian woman in what I do, especially in advocacy, especially when I present uh, to those uh, that are in leadership positions, not just in ad- that are human rights active advocates, but those that um, are on the other side, you know, whether it be a legislature or it could be um, a it could be as simple as a homeowners association. <laughs> Uh, individual. The thing is, these are things I have had to learn. And so, ladies, you know, I'm just uh, giving you a heads up. You know, these are things that maybe you don't struggle with, and, and it's okay. But if someone that you know may struggle with this, you may want to, you know, share this this podcast with them. So, 12 tongue tamers. Many of us face the challenge of talking too much or of um, hold on, I'm getting a call. Okay, so 12 tongue tamers. Many of us face the challenge of talking too much or of gossiping, memorizing quote unquote scriptural guards will help you. Um, so, and it is, it, to me, it is, a, it's like my shield. Um, it, it helps me uh, keep in check. Um, so, it'll keep, it actually does help me keep my words in check. So, before you speak, I want you to take these 12 tongue tamers into consideration. Just consider it. See if it works. Number one, don't speak impulsively. That's in Proverbs. What's also in Proverbs is avoid speaking in haste. Listen before answering. Number four, careless words will be reviewed by God. Careless words will be reviewed by God. Matthew twelve thirty six. Build up others instead of using unwholesome talk. Ephesians four twenty nine. Timing is uh, important as what you say. So timing is as important as what you say. And that's in Proverbs fifteen twenty three. And I often tell my clients when they're asking me questions about, should I tell this person this? Or do you recommend that I say this to my boss, my, my, my husband, my child, you know, et cetera. And I always say, and, then, and I don't say always all the time, but 
this is what I say in therapy when they are asking me. One, is the timing going to be okay? Is the delivery going to be appropriate? And is the content appropriate? So content, delivery, and as God's word says, the timing. If you if the three aren't there, you may want to think twice about engaging or talking to someone. As much as you have to say something, it may end up becoming a very large, uh, you know, battle of words, and you know, words are swords. And um, at times when when we're passionate about something that we're speaking about, and we feel like that we're not getting heard, and so. I love that one specifically uh, because timing is, an, is as important as what you say, Proverbs fifteen twenty three. So number seven, guard your tongue and avoid calamity, Proverbs twenty one twenty three. Oh, my gosh. That is so true. That is so true. And I have to be really careful what I say because I know that, that words are are very powerful. And if, you know, I've seen it, I've, I've witnessed the untaming of the tongue and not by necessarily me. I've seen it with the, within my family. And then the opposite happens. I mean, it ends up happening to them and in tragic, the tragic stuff that people wish on people. So guard your tongue and avoid calamities. I'm saying that like with a lot of exclamation points. Guard your tongue, please, and avoid calamity. Gentle answer number eight, gentle answers turn away wrath. So true. Number nine, be discerning. It may be wise to keep silent. Proverbs seventeen. Ten, don't gossip. It will destroy you. Proverbs. Number eleven, keep your tongue from speaking evil and deceit. First Peter three ten. If you don't control your tongue, this is number twelve. If you don't control your tongue, your religion is worthless. James one twenty six. That says it all. So I'm sure none of you ladies engage in any of this stuff. <laughs> um, share it with somebody that may. Um, it is important because, believe it or not, there's a lot of truth in silence and, and just sitting in silence in a meeting or or in a phone call and letting people talk and vent and letting them say what they have to say and then go on and on. Eventually they don't have any more to say. And then you can say things like, and that'll you don't ever have to agree with what they're saying. Things like, and I learned this because I work with kiddos that were disturbed mentally and there were things that we couldn't say to them because if not, their disorder were just, 
you know, um, it, it would overwhelm them with anger and they would lash out physically and, and verbally abusive ways. So I've learned, uh, I'm trained um, in a trust, it's called TBRI, and it's a very special training. Um, I encourage you guys, if you know anything uh, or want to know more about approaching children that have serious mental issues, um, TBRI, you can Google it, um, and it's called Trust-Based Relationship Intervention. So... TBRI uh, taught me that it's okay to let people vent, but it, it works on adults as well. So you can say things like, I'll take that into consideration. You don't have to say yes or no or commit right then and there. You can say, I'll take that into consideration. Or fair enough. Or I love saying this because, one, I'm being genuine when I'm saying it. Two, it's it's powerful because my soul has listened and now my mouth is responding and it's saying, I understand. I understand how you feel. I understand, period. It's just the word understand. Or something like, I, am, I, I empathize with you. And I challenge you that when you're saying these things, and I know that you'll be genuine in saying these things, always put your hand over your heart when you're saying it. It feels a lot more genuine, and it looks a lot more genuine. So I have, had, I have a habit of saying, I understand, and I'll put my hand on my, on my chest, right around my heart, and... And it just seems to have a visual. Now I, I do it, and I don't even think about it. But um, it's, it, you'll be very surprised how it will disarm an emotionally disturbed individual. So 12 tongue tamers. And I will list them on my uh, Facebook, again, Sandra Grace. One word, MTZ, M as in Mary, T as in Tom, Z as in Zulu. Um, you're not my friend, then just request and I will bring you in and share this information on my Facebook. So I want to, um, first I want to see if there's any callers online. So Christopher, is there any callers online so um, I can work with them? If not, I can move forward. There it is. Okay. So before we go there, uh, let's see what I have. So we have, as you know, women of truth. It's a glorious calling. It truly is. And I urge you, if you are walking or, or have chosen to walk with Christ, and, and especially in a time like this, I cannot urge you enough to find a mentor. And, you know, I was a little bullheaded you know, when I was, 
I, I used to be, well, it, it's, I just was. And I'm like, I don't need a mentor, you know, no. And, and I, you know what, it's the best thing I ever did for myself is to get a mentor. And I had to find the right one because, you know, you, got, you have to pray for one. You have to pray that God leads you to the right one because there's a lot of frauds. There's a lot of dangerous people that can take your emotional state and mold it into something that benefits them. God bless you, Sandra Gase. I'm sorry. My mic was not on. I was sitting here reading the last four digits of your guest. You have three guests on the line, and I hate Amen. to interrupt you in the middle of your flow. But I, I definitely, I'm quite sure you would like to speak with them. So I'm I finally got yes, through. Yes, I got, yes. Please bring them through. Okay. So uh, first caller, 7812, 7812, you are live on the air with Rotobar Nation with Sandra Grace. God bless you. Hello. Welcome to Lodabar Nation. Seven eight seventy eight twelve seventy eight twelve. You're live on the air. Welcome maybe, to Lodabar Nation. Maybe they're just listening in. Well, we'll go. Maybe. Thank you for calling, caller. We'll put you back on mute. We'll go to the next caller. Next caller forty eight seventy seven forty eight seventy seven. You are live <coughs> on Lodabar Nation with Sandra Grace. God bless you. God bless you. Hello, how are you? Welcome to Lodabar Nation. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, thank you. I'm just listening. Um, taking your advice is so uh, uh, breathtaking, you know, to talk, you know, to hear y'all and give hope. And uh, I, I just, I learned so much. And, you know, when you're talking about a mentor, uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I always thought I'm a mentor. Well, my, I was my daughter's mentor, and then uh, she found to... You know, she got a little older, and uh, but uh, I, I agree. You do def- we definitely need a mentor. And, uh, oh, we sure do. You and you know, yeah. I, would you agree with me that you know we have to be very careful um, yes. and protective of our spirit because we just don't know who's out there. I mean, I I am just saying um, because I have kiddos too, and and I have you know I have a son who's grown, and I just always wonder who is going to you know go through that you know that shield of his and and give him advice um yeah the wrong advice so what do you tell your daughter what what do you think is some of the best advice and that you've given your daughter um oh i i just uh, simple stuff like uh well it's not real simple uh acceptance uh, we talk about that. Mm-hmm. If we can accept that things are the way they're supposed to be at this second, then we can survive. I learned that um, from one of my mentors a long, oh, probably 30 years ago, the hard way, of course. Um, mm-hmm. And gratitude, you know, we talk about gratitude. You know, I say, well, you've got, you know, we've got eyes, ears. You know, when my son would just a little, he wasn't a complainer, but. When he did, we'd be going to baseball, and I'd say, son, remember, you've got eyes, and you can hear, and then he'd get real quiet, and he, you know, he would listen. And so just, um, 
the stuff I learned from going to a group that has the stuff on the wall. I couldn't hardly, I guess, get it maybe through the book, but when I looked at the wall, it it would just you know stand out like easy does it and and but do it. I mean, just uh, if I say God help, I mean sometimes you can only just say God help, and uh, because you know you're in yes. that tornado, and yes. um, and that's if you can just get that out and you can pause and that's how I survive uh, gratitude and and saying God help because my kids are my life, my children. They're just my life, and and God, uh, it's, uh, you have to surrender. And boy, that's a hard one, especially when you're in the storm. And you do, you don't, you wonder if it's ever going to go away. You know, uh, you wonder if you're going to live through it. At least that's the way I feel. So it was beautiful to hear you, you know, give the uh, my son's reading Romans, and he was having an issue with a person. Uh, uh, that was lying to him, uh, pretending mm-hmm. he was a Christian, and mm-hmm. and my son's kind of gullible. That's kind of how he got where he's at. Um, and but uh, but I can tell him, you know, to read that scripture. And I think it was James. Let's see. I wrote I wrote stuff down. I wrote. But you were talking about being. Uh, you're watching James one twenty six. Control yes. the tongue because this person is is having my son believe in stuff, but he's he's talking it, but he's not walking it. And my son's very serious about God and and um, so humble. It's beautiful to see, and I think well, God put him in this military. It's a different kind of military, but um, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but you know, I don't believe God makes mistakes. You know. Um, no. I said, well, he could have been to the war and, you know, and, and not be alive, you know. So I just, I have to think of it that way. So your son's in the he's military? He's him up. Well, he's in prison. Um, oh, it, yeah. my mom used to say yeah. the same thing uh, My for my brother. Um, it's a different kind of military, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you up. Yeah, yes, okay. you know. But one, and but and that's why I started my podcast with the women that are that that are the most dedicated women I have come to know have been women that have children in prison or family wow. loved one in prison. Those are the most the strongest, and they have risen. They are rising by the thousands, and, and especially during this pandemic. And I just applaud you. I applaud you to be, you know, to be online and listening to this on your son on your on, on this day Saturday, um, and and just know that I'm in the fight. And well, it you. sounds like you had a great mentor. Oh, I did. She was something else. <laughs> she said she would sit to just to listen to my stories. I'd always have something going on with these. Oh my goodness. Uh, and that's I'm, one of the qualities of a really me. good mentor. Actually, is they listen well. They oh, and listen. I have one now. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, we uh, can never not have any. I I have one still, and then I'm mentoring other people, so you know, and pay it forward. Um, but yeah. my mentor started, you know, when I, my Christian mentor started when I was in school. I was in high school, so my teachers oh, actually 
And I remember that was a big deal because, oh, they couldn't really talk about Christianity in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it was around, around that time where people were saying that it was not appropriate and went against the Constitution, et cetera, et cetera. But some of yeah. the be- best mentors that I had were teachers telling me about the Word of God. I wouldn't have survived. I don't think I would have survived my teenage years without those strong my daughter women. Wouldn't have well, I appreciate your story, and I thank you for tuning in. Um, always, as you know, I, if you're not on my Facebook, please look um, for me, and you have any questions or you know you need prayer. Always, always know I am here. Yeah, I would. I would. I'm telling you, I'd be the first one down there with y'all. Uh, my daughter got me out of Texas, and and I thought I'm just visiting in Tennessee, my uh, sweet sister-in-law, and. Um, we're praying for her. They've got the coronavirus, but my daughter said you're you're going to get out of there. Because, so she got me up here in Washington with her, and mm-hmm. she's in lockdown, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does. But if I was in Are Texas, I'm telling you, I'd be right there on the front line with y'all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she. I barely get to go out and walk. They're trying to save Mama. <laughs> I'm saying I'm getting back to Texas for my grandbaby. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, embrace it. Embrace it because that is pure love right there. You have angels. Uh, I always call my son my little angel, and, you know, they, they know. They know. They know and they know cherish us. Son, and yeah. nothing is, to me is, you know, to me the most beautiful feeling is to know that I am cherished. Oh, yes, our so, children. It sounds we like just, you are. Uh, and my, gra- yeah, we we got it uh from uh, our grandmother, she was so beautiful and just poor, but just rich. Oh, she was, she didn't say much, and I I said, well, I can't take after her. I'm a talker, but uh, but I feel you know her spirit. Uh, it, every everything I learned from her, I carried it through to all of my children, and they have that they have that beautiful spirit, and uh, so I, I thank God, you know, so much uh, for because everybody don't have you know that. That spirit, I mean, I would just give my life, you know, and my son got that from me. I said, oh, you, I bet you'll learn not to help somebody move. And uh, mm-hmm. and here he is in, in, in there, uh, you know, teaching him Romans. And, and it just broke my heart when he was talking about Romans 1 and 2. And I thought, oh, he thinks he's a sacrifice. But then as I listen to him, he's 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 lifting my, me and my daughter up, and he's in that place. And uh, she's beautiful. learning more from her little brother. Yeah. and uh, That is beautiful. I'm so glad you shared this. Um, oh, thank you so much I have been receiving there. letters from inmates, and, you know, that'll be on my next show because I do want to, you know, they're not, I would think that they would be the worst, you know, <laughs> that they would say all these bizarre things. And, you know, they're, they're really great letters um, expressing they're concerned about COVID oh, and behind bars, you know, but they are also walking in faith. I find oh, that yes. so powerful. So well, I'm yeah, glad. I'm glad. And I, I'm, what was that? Oh, I was saying, uh, my son, uh, he was, uh, he was struggling with, with, uh, you know, uh, about God until he went in there and I know everybody, they say, oh, well, they get in there and they get God. No, he really has, has stuck to it the whole time. And he's so humble. And and I just, I said, 
well, if it took all that to save your whole life, then such a, you know, sacrifice. But if you can teach one more person about God and how beautiful. Of but course, it is a teach one, teach mother. one. Oh, yes. yes. And I'll do anything well, to help. Well, I'm so happy know. that you called in and shared your story. Um, I, I, I'm so I'm grateful for you. And if you need anything ever, always know I'm here. Oh, God bless you, Angel. I call you my, my earth angel. I'm not good at the computer. Uh, I'm just learning the Internet. I'm, I spend my life raising these children, huh? Oh, Jesus. Or well, they spent their life raising me, one or the other. But um, <laughs> my oldest son actually had a T-shirt that he got it in uh, Galveston. It said, Raising Parents is a Tough Job. And he was like 11. And, of course, I had him when I was so young, my first son. And... Uh, he actually wore that T-shirt, and as I got as I got older, I said, "Well, he makes a lot of sense." <laughs> but that's okay to grow up with your children. I'm still growing up. And, aren't we uh, all? God sister, bless aren't you. we I all? Thinking, I was thinking, is there a, a group, you know, for for you know mothers and fathers that that you know this, it's hard to you know I have to kind of uh, let my children think I'm okay all the time. Uh, and so I thought it's beautiful that there's a group that's actually trying to help, uh, you know, to support spiritually, uh, oh, yes. you know, our family. Yeah, I just, I said, there's got to be a group. I was even looking on the Internet, and then I don't know how oh, I found sister, y'all, but I did. you have got to get on. Yes, no, you have got to um, try to get a hold of me on Facebook uh, or get your, your daughter to help you navigate that because there are several groups that I belong to. And every group is different. Um, I have a group called Women at the Well, and it talks specifically about, you know, trials and tribulation okay. that women mm-hmm. go through. And uh, mm-hmm. we all raise each other and lift each other up. So uh, let me know. Um, I, do have a, I do have an email, and it's gentlewordsheal at yahoo.com. That's gentlewordsheal at yahoo.com. That's another Gentle way you can get word. with me. Heal. A gentle a- words heal at yahoo.com. Oh, does it say a gentle or just No, a- just gentle. Gentle words heal and yeah. uh, well, at women Yahoo. of the well. Oh, that's beautiful. Women of the it's okay, true. gentle words heal. Yeah, at I was Yahoo. noticing about that tongue because I got that thing sometimes bad too. Um, I watched that though. You know, you don't if you don't if you're not in a group, you, you this helps remind you of what you don't need to do, you know, um, um, or what you do need to do. And so and that's the, true. And, so um, website, and I'll remind all my listeners, y'all can also get a hold of me at gentlewordkill at yahoo.com. Uh, or, of course, friend me on Facebook at Sandra Grace MTZ, M, M as in Mary, T as in Tom, Z as in Zulu. And I will also guide you to some of these really powerful groups. Uh, what our caller is saying is actually very intense uh, because people need other people, especially in a time like this. You're not ever alone. And so sometimes we, you know, the enemy wants us to believe that we are. And uh, we are here to let you know that you are not. You can be by yourself in a room, but you are not ever alone. You have people that love you and cherish you. You just have to reach out, and you'd be amazed 
you'd be amazed how many people will be there at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. There are people during this pandemic that aren't sleeping for some reason. They're, I mean, they'll do roll call at 4 a.m. in the morning, you know, 4 a.m. and people are awake. So callers, this lady um, uh, that just called, you know, she she is, uh, you know, she's brave to, to talk about needing a group. And if you guys need a group too, please um, personal message me or direct message me and I will be there to help. Well, thank you for calling. I appreciate your call and I will talk to you um, or I will talk to you soon, hopefully. Oh, thank you so much. God bless y'all. God bless you, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, all right, sis. I don't know if you have enough time for one more. We have actually one, two more callers on the line, so you can we can go to overtime if you like to, to make sure they are taken care of. It's totally up to you. Okay, I'll, that's fine. I'll uh, definitely address what they need to get dressed quickly. Okay. Thank Caller you. Caller seven seven six four. 7764, you are live on Vote of Our Nation with Sandra Grace. God bless you. Hello, good evening. Uh, this is Diana and Tamora, and I'm just listening in. This is the first time I uh, call in. I was on the, looking at the TDCJ rally, and I saw your post, and and I've just, you know, called in to, to listen to the, um, the lies that women believe in. <laughs> Yes, and I'm so glad that you took the time your Saturday to to listen. And um, you know, TDCJ right now uh, is upside down and inside out. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're one of the groups that I meant. You know, that I'm actually on because um, I believe what you guys are doing is amazing. And I just like to know the amount of information that you guys. Or even I participated in that particular group is very empowering, and so um, I'm hoping that anything that you hear today resonates with you, gives you a sense of peace, because there are lies that we say to ourselves in the midst of 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 confusion and fogginess, and it can weigh us down. And so I certainly don't want to see a sister in Christ, anybody for that matter, you know, to suffer needlessly, when all they need to know is that there is a counter argument. It's like being in, in court and you've got, you know, this prosecutor telling you that you're this and you're that, yeah. you know, God is the great mm-hmm. defender and he's going to say, you know what, this is what is the truth. This is the truth about this lady. And you are doing better than you think just by calling in, you know, to call in and to, to share that you're on that website or the group, you know, it, it gives, it just gives me the sense that, um, you have, I think, a little bit of what I call fearlessness, <laughs> so, um, and that's a good thing. Yeah. If I'm, I mean, I'm just yeah. saying, uh, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. And and we were talking about, you know, mentors, and uh, that's, and I think it's a great way, just so that that you know, on on, on the group, um, that I find that there's a lot of mentorship also going on. Would you agree with me? Yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, some they they listen well. They're, um, you know, they they share uh, their failures as well and their struggles. And uh, some people will talk about God's word and they'll base their counsel on God's word. And uh, you know, they're they're committed. They're committed to to do God's will at all costs. And um, 
you know, for people to go to rallies and, and things like that, you know, they're putting themselves in, you know, in a little bit of, you know, um, not danger, but you just never know um, what you're getting yourself into. But then there's, you know, of course, the pandemic. And so we take the proper precautions. Um, yes, I just, but we're fearless. I see a lot of women in that group, a lot of strong women. And I am yes. humbled to the core. Because this isn't, uh, I've never seen anything like it. I just haven't, not in my lifetime. The love, the unconditional love of a mother, uh, the kids that are in prison is, I can't even think of words to express how that just keeps me going. It keeps me, it, it, inspires me to do better, mm-hmm. to be better. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, yeah, so I'm I'm glad to so you you called at the right time because we're talking about mentorship and groups are great mentors. Um and that particular group I must vet because uh, it is a good group to to be a part of if you have someone who a loved one who is incarcerated and there's a lot of uplifting people there. Sometimes I hear, or I, I hear, not hear, I say I hear, but I, I watch the thread that someone's just wanting to give up. And then it's like a swarm of people, of an army of, of good right. people come in and say, don't give up, and it's going to be fine. And to me, it's like, this is something I've never seen before. And we're using that platform, you know, to raise somebody's chin up with words on a screen. I find it like oh my God. God is just everywhere. He's beautiful. So, yes, well, yes, thank yes, you for yes. calling. I appreciate you calling in today, and I'll You're see welcome. you uh, in the group. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Bye bye. have time for one more caller looks like it looks like they hung up Sam. okay so all right you. so <laughs> i'll just keep on going we we are so thrilled that people are calling in and i appreciate the effort that you guys have made if i didn't get to you on time i my deepest apologies um we had great questions and comments and these uh in these callers uh words and so I'll close out with the qualities of a mentor which we just touched upon um they're authentic and they're growing uh they're not perfectionists um they they listen well they um they're models of loving kindness to family uh they demonstrate respectful submission um and in the word of of God um and most importantly, the counsel is based on God's word. I can't say enough. God's word. It's based on God's word. And I always challenge a mentor. I love challenging mentors. Like if they say, I'm like, well, where is that on the, you know, tell me where that is in the Bible. It makes for an interesting conversation because, you know, they look at you like, oh, well, let's figure this out then. They know that you're listening. So 
Well, guys, I do appreciate you guys uh, coming into Load of Our Nation. And uh, again, last week, um, I was in the middle of coming back out in the hill country. Um, never been out there by Bastrop. It's a beautiful drive. Um, and I was not able to get on the call without I knew, know that I was going to lose you guys several times, you know, on the call or the call would drop. So I apologize. My profound apologies. I love you guys always. Um, I'll close in prayer. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask you to to surround the people that are listening to this podcast and their families and loved ones with protection and love and unconditional love. You are in control. You are real. You love us and you know what you're doing. I thank you, Lord, in, in Jesus Christ's most precious name. I pray this. Amen. So thank you again for tuning in to Load of Bar Nation. I look forward to hearing from you next week. And I will be reading some letters that I've received from um, audience and also from uh, other individuals that, that in their state of agony, of emotional torment and agony, they find a way to let or allow God to lift them up from that dungeon, from that void, and it's powerful. So I urge you to join me again. I love you guys, and we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. See you next time. Central Texas.